Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Right now. But I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, sorry guys, sorry, how about that? I'm so sorry, welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. The audience has no idea what I'm talking about, but our crew certainly does, flying the Millennium Falcon. Uh, As you can see, I'm in South Florida where life is beautiful. Darren's in Toronto where I assume life is similarly beautiful. Hey Darren, I was just (laughs) fixing the lights in the break and I think I kicked one of the cords or something and I knocked me off the air, but I'm back. Just That's okay. What were you going to talk about? What were you? I know. Like you were going to sign on hour two. It, I was in. I was in prep mode about ten seconds before going to the air. I got in my ear. Oh, hey, Darren. Um, Rod's not connected right now, and we're going to need you to kick off the show. So I was getting my NFL top five ready to go, and uh, we would have been fine. Okay. Well, yeah, you would have been fine. That that happens to me coming out of every break for the love of God. It's good for you to see how the other half lives from time to time. So, yeah, yeah, here we go. It's uh, Game Plus Television. That has not changed. WQEE Radio, and I got a lot to get to. Darren's right. He's on track. We never got to our NHL top five and bottom five from last hour, and that's fine because it gives us a lot of time to do it here. And our NFL power rankings. And also, everybody knows now that we are a big Canadian Football League show. I spent 20 years in the league, and I love it. And I would like to talk about the other markets, but there just doesn't seem to be a lot of interest in those markets, not nearly as much as who's going to be the next head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And this show broke the rumor, as they say in 2023, I guess, that Henry Burris is a leading candidate for the Rough Riders. We're not going to spend much more time on that at this exact moment. I do want to say something, Darren. In the break, I don't, I'm not calling out the guys from the Barnburner podcast because those are great guys. But I, what, I, what I am doing is pointing out what they're talking about over there. And trust me, they all know what we're doing over here because they tell me. And we all know what every other podcast doing and every other podcast knows what we're doing. Everybody knows what everybody else is doing. And they're all over Jonathan Huberdeau, all over Hoobie Dooby Doo in Calgary. The career games played leader for the Florida Panthers, Jonathan Huberdeau is not having a good start for the Calgary Flames who lost last night 3-1 to the New York Rangers. And what, what's, I'd have to look up the Flames. I think they're 2-4-1. and one. That's how, maybe 2-5-1. Two, two and five and one. They're on a five-game road trip. Five, so they played seven games, 2-4-1, yeah. By contrast, and the host Boomer who I think about a lot, he doesn't even know that, said Huberdeau's game has fallen off a cliff. And it probably has. Like, he wasn't very good last year. It was a big talking point in Calgary amongst everybody, sponsors, fans, media. The point I'm getting at is Matthew Kachuk, who went the other way in that trade, is sitting down here in South Florida as the reigning MVP of the Panthers, the reigning MVP of the All-Star game, and he has not scored in six games. We talked about this off the top of the show, and unless I point it out, nobody knows. (laughs) Nobody. 
Could you imagine in Calgary if the Flames had gone six games and Kachuk hadn't scored? Imagine what they'd be saying. And here, nobody in South Florida even knows, much less cares. And why do you think Chucky loves it so much? And now we're getting deeper into what Huberto's problems might be. I don't know the kid, but what a difference. What a difference in the markets in the same league. Yeah. And some people need to be in markets where there's attention on you all the time because then you can stay engaged and focused and they like that pressure. And it's not about being a strong person or a weak person. You know, it's not that a weak person can't handle the pressure necessarily. It's all, it's about environment and situation. And, you know, sometimes you're happier somewhere and more successful than somewhere else. And we're seeing that, that you know, clearly for Jonathan Huberto, that market in Florida, that team in Florida, everything that went along with it, his lifestyle outside of the game, um, must have all fit. I mean, we're guessing and assuming, but the results on the ice show you that everything was pretty good. And right now, it isn't happening that way. He's not getting the same results, and, and we start to wonder why. No, of course. And the problem there, it's, and that's my point. I'm not blaming Boomer or anything. I'm just saying it's the pressure of the market because if it was a Dolphins receiver that was dropping passes or hadn't scored a touchdown forever, they'd be on that guy's ass. Okay? So I think we all get that. Huberto, very well thought of here in South Florida. I told you he's the longest-serving Panther. I believe he's played the most games. If he's not, he's certainly top three. Um, I feel bad for him because it compounds. It com- They got the Blues in there Thursday night. Who knows if he's going to be any better. And, then, and it's not just him. It's the whole team, obviously. I didn't even get to this that I wanted to. Blake Coleman said after the game last night, he's like, I don't want to say what is embarrassing, but blah, 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 blah. Well, you're saying that it's embarrassing that you lost 3-1 to the New York Rangers. You just said it. <laughs> you, you told on yourself. And I'm sitting here going, you guys got Daryl Sutter fired last year. That's why I tweeted it. You guys need to be reminded that you got Daryl fired. Do you remember coming out of training camp? You were all saying, I saw the video clips, how much fun it is going to the rink and how much the mood is different. And because you guys are playing like a bunch of jerks, you're right back to where you were. You might as well still have Daryl there. And in a way, I feel bad for Ryan Huska, the new head coach, because they haven't even played 10 games. They've played seven. And I don't need to read the paper or surf Twitter to know they're going to be on Ryan Huska's ass. Did we hire the right guy? Does he know what he's doing? The answer, by the way, is yes and yes. Woo! Don't you? I guess we addressed the Oilers last hour, didn't we? We addressed the Oilers goaltending situation. We did. Now we're talking about the Calgary Flames. And it's just hot, hot, hot. I go back to here. Um, I didn't even notice that Kachuk hadn't scored yet. But the other night, and if anybody that was in the press box at Emirate Bank Arena, if you saw who I was sitting beside, you'll know who I'm talking about because we watched the whole game together. And, oh, that's another thing. Serena was there too. I walk into the press box last night, and the two custodians of the press box, Jonah and Eddie, guess what they said? Oh, Traveling solo tonight? Where's Serena? I'm like, oh my God, not you guys too? But in a way, it's refreshing because it takes the onus off me. I'm like, hey, you guys, because when she's there, you guys talk to her. I'm going to go over here and eat popcorn. It's become that. That probably doesn't. Where's Serena? Anyways, the guy leaned back in his seat and he's like, Kachuk hasn't scored yet. Pointed to his name on the roster. Otherwise, you wouldn't even know. It's like the media hasn't even picked up on it. <laughs> Which is another thing. I love the fact that Connor Bedard's coming to town November 12th. I wonder when the hockey fans in South Florida are going to realize that. Because there's no rush on tickets. There's no talk about it. And that's also fine. The Miami Heat are opening tonight. Who they got here? They got Detroit. Not talking about Connor Bedard. Jimmy Butler's playing tonight, for God's sakes. So that's nice. You you see how Kachuk would thrive in that. But you better believe that they've talked about Austin Matthews' mini mini slump uh, that he was in after scoring hat-tricks in the first two games and then not scoring a goal until last night. That was talked about quite a bit. Um, But Matthew Kachuk hasn't scored at all, um, you know, on the networks here. 
right? And on the pregame shows, and then when he scored, it was Matthews finally scored. He broke out of a mini slump. I'm like, he's got six goals on the year. I didn't think he was off to a bad start, you know? And here's Kachuk, 100-point guy, MVP candidate sitting in Florida who hasn't scored a goal yet. And it's not that he's just a patented playmaker. He's a guy who scores goals, too. Different market. Uh, Swerve in Calgary says, Hoobie's a waste of money. From Rod Monroe, that's producer Clark's dad. He says, good morning, Rod and team. Tuning in this morning from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. Go D-backs. Yeah, they're going to the World Series. Nobody's going to care about the Cardinals for a while and for certainly not the Coyotes. Um, Randy from Winnipeg writes in and he says, top revenue, Jets 27th in the NHL, $150 million. Panthers 31st at $135 million per year. Um, Sure. You can throw those numbers at me all you want. Panthers beat them in attendance last year. I was there. I saw it with my own eyes. What's your point? Um, And don't get me off track here. The reason I bring up Boomer not you, them, Darren, Um, is that I used to think when I was traveling around, working my fingers to the bone, selling my soul as the voice of the Rough Riders and the Pats, I was getting really to the end of it. And I looked at Boomer, Dean Mulberg, Fan 960 Radio going, that guy's got it figured out. It's up every morning. Talks hockey on for four hours and then leaves. Comes back the next day and does it again. Didn't have to travel, you know. <laughs> and then we go to Calgary and you were there with me, Darren. They got his name up all over the saddle, though. Mornings with Boomer. Sportsnet, 960 The Fan. Uh, not that I wanted that. I'm just saying, this guy's the Pope of Chili Town. And it's 111 Eastern, by the way. 1111 Mountain. So I was just noticing a long time ago, visualize, I think we're talking about it, visualize a positive outcome to your current rough situation. Just think about it, visualize it, and it will come out that way. I'm like, that's kind of what I want. The teams can't get, get at me. I don't have to travel, which people looked at what's gone on here the last two years with me flying here, flying there. I was just talking to Serena about it the other day. I'm like, oh my God, we don't have any flights booked. I don't have any, <laughs> have to go anywhere. There were nights I spent seven straight nights in seven different beds between different hotels, um, casinos, friends' places, whatever. It was a lot. I didn't want it. It was a major transition. And now it's just. So that's my point. Boomer's always been an inspiration to me, and I've never even had the chance to tell him that. Are you ready to go with the NHL top five, (laughs) bottom five? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We'll get to the CFL comments and everything, everybody else. But as you notice, pretty soon there ain't going to be a season left no more. We'll talk playoffs next week. It's meaningless games this week, which incidentally, that is the... Poll question, it's, we're not going to get to it with the results of it right now. What's Canada's game of the week in the CFL? But they're all meaningless games. Right now, we're going to do the top five, bottom five in the National Hockey League for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Feel free to agree or disagree, but this was, this was easy at the top. It's not the exact reflection of the overall standings, but it's darn close. The Vegas Golden Knights have made history. They're 7-0. and It's the best start to a follow-up season from winning the Stanley Cup in NHL history. Vegas... Good on him, man. Hashtag Vegas born, whatever that means. Number two team, Colorado Avalanche. They're actually third. Well, they're tied with Boston for second, but I got them number two overall. They might end up being the best team by the time we're all said and done, but right now Colorado is our number two team in the NHL. Number three is the Boston Bruins. They're similarly 6-0, and oh, but they're not half the team Colorado is, I don't think. We don't know how they're doing it. But Boston's number three. Number four is the Detroit Red Wings. I believe they've arrived at 5-1-1. One, and one. That's very hard to deny. Right now, the fourth best team in the NHL. And number five is the Dallas Stars. Don't look now, but they still have not lost in regulation. They're not getting any respect, Moose. But the Dallas Stars are the number five team in the NHL. I have agonized over my bottom five, though. 
and we're going to go in reverse chronological order. The 28th team in the NHL is the Seattle Kraken. I feel like they just don't have it, and they're going to miss the playoffs. The 29th team is the Chicago Blackhawks. They got Bedard, but they're losing, if you noticed. And they're still with the number one pick last year, so they're not good. 30th team is the Washington Capitals. Turn out the lights. That party's over. The 31st team is the Anaheim Ducks, because until I see otherwise, they're still the young Anaheim Ducks. I'm sorry. And number 32, the San Jose Sharks are awful. They're 0-5-1. They're the only team in the NHL without a win, and I don't know when they're going to get it. I saw them last night. They bad. So that's your bottom five. Seattle, Chicago, Washington, Anaheim, San Jose. Deal or no deal? Yeah, I'm okay with that. How about Arizona? Nowhere near the bottom five. Well, maybe they're close for you, but three and three on the season. I mean, it's just a written, written passage that every week you could just leave Arizona in your bottom five until now. Maybe they've yep. turned the corner too, but I like Detroit. I wasn't sure if they would get in there, but I like Detroit. Um, I think they're the highest scoring team in the league, 34 goals. So I really like Detroit um, earning a spot in that top five. They really have. Isn't that something, though, to bring it, what he's added to the Detroit Red Wings? And he's home. Some guys want to be. Some guys don't want to be. But it's working for Alex to bring it in the Detroit Red Wings. That is a nice fit. From Jordan Ewart watching in the YQR, he says, the thing about the Hawks is they have absolutely no one to play with Bedard. Sure, the vets are nice, but these guys aren't helping to win games at this stage in their career. But we all knew it was going to be that way. We knew they were going to be bad, and we knew they weren't going to make the playoffs. Same thing with Arizona. They're off to their best start since 2016. Trust me, I read the game notes. But they're still bad. And they're always going to be bad. Swerve in Calgary says, The dead wings no more. And a couple quick texts before we roll for a brief pause. From Brett, he's watching in the YQR. He says, hey guys, looking good. On Game Plus, Nelson and I watched most of the Frozen Frenzy last night. If my team, the Bruins, weren't playing, I would have enjoyed it more. I found myself wanting to watch that particular game instead of seeing their highlight package. Another thing with the Frozen Frenzy, we didn't think Kevin Weeks added value. It would have been fine with just John Buchagross. We'll analyze that when we come back. And from Brian and Hudson Bay, regarding the Henry Burris to Sask rumor, he says, good morning. Rod and dupes, smiling Hank. Don't know what kind of coach he would be, but man, that would be a breath of fresh air around here. Something this fan base needs. I'm on the Hank train. Choo, choo. Let's do it. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Show. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code Show and get them all in one package. The promo code Show gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Show. You can thank me later. 
Okay, back on the RP show. Great to have you aboard. Listen, there are a lot of options out there, and I really appreciate you making us yours for this particular time of the day. Our poll question, and you see we love the CFL here. It pertains to the CFL. What's Canada's game of the week in the CFL? Um, it's brought to you by Key Auto Group, driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. Uh, again, it, uh, Darren got it right. Darren got it right. Because here are your options. Friday night, Winnipeg at Calgary. All of these are meaningless games. And I think it's a Saturday doubleheader. Hamilton at Montreal. Toronto at Ottawa. And Hamilton at Montreal is leading. A playoff preview. 52% moose. How about that? Hamilton and Montreal leading. But again, yeah. it's it's like being the tallest midget in the circus, like big deal. That's because that. they are all Yeah, they're all What? You don't like that? That's funny. Oh, okay. You're rolling your eyes <laughs> like I said something offensive. No, no, I did laugh. you get your haircut, by the way? It's did you get your haircut? Um Yeah, I did. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, no problem. Usually I'm very observant. Yeah. I'm extremely... My problem? I notice everything. I wish I didn't. Yeah. 902-18-3033. We went through our NHL top five, bottom five. We have our NFL power rankings coming up. And I'll say it again one more time. I've realized that the Sask... Rough Riders of the Dallas Cowboys of the CFL. As much as I feel like we should, the other teams deserve the pub, there just isn't as much in those markets as we'd like. So we'll talk about Henry Burris going to Saskatchewan. Will it happen or not? I don't know, but I think it should. And it's, yeah. They don't have a history, this regime right now, of doing the proper things. It's why they are where they are. So they should do it. But I'm not going to say whether they will do it. Kirk is watching in the Bridge City. Writes in on the EMJ marketing text line. The Oilers goaltending has gotten a lot of heat early due to the team's record. The tandem has been hung out to dry consistently so far this season. Campbell was the only reason that game against Minnesota wasn't an 11-4 final. I do not see anyone talking about how Bouchard's game has regressed to the point that he's a huge liability on the ice and Darnell Nurse continues to be mediocre at best. Right? Right? And yet, they've been one of the best teams in the NHL for the last three, four, almost five years. Final four two years ago, took the Stanley Cup champs deep into round two. So I said this last hour, Kirk, if you weren't watching, I'm not going to spend any more time on it here about the orders. You got Stuart Skinner. You drafted him. He's got WHL championship credentials. He played in big junior games. You brought him up through the American Hockey League. He's exactly what you want, I think. Homegrown. He's from Edmonton, too, which helps. Calder finalist last year. And then Jack Campbell, who's got number one goalie credentials with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I would think that's a, both of them have pretty good resumes. Compared to Tampa Bay, who they don't even know who their own goalies are. And Tampa Bay's winning and shutting out teams. They shut out Carolina 3-0 yesterday because of the style of play in front of them. But we covered that last hour, so I'm tired of it. Um, did I bring up today's McAfee thought with you on the air? I know we no. talked about it this morning. Did no. We talk? Well, just let's talk about it on the air. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting this thing notification from TSN that Austin Matthews is going to be on the Pat McAfee show, which I know TSN carries in Canada, ESPN in the States. And I'm sure Pat McAfee is about ready to be fit for a straitjacket. Because he's an NFL guy. That's how he cut his teeth in this broadcasting business. I know he played in the NFL, but he's a great broadcaster. I was saying this to Serena this morning. I don't personally watch him but that doesn't mean i don't respect his numbers and what he does and what he brings to the table and that he's won the media person of the year in the nfl and college football the last two years but now he is here's espn going hey pat we're going to interrupt your nfl show because you're going to interview austin matthews from the toronto maple Leafs. i'm going to interview the who from the what not to mention them 
I'm told, telling him to put a shirt on because he wears a muscle shirt all the time. And that's why I've seen viewers in the States say ESPN's going to ruin this like they ruin everything. They keep blowing guys out of the morning radio show over and over and over. I don't even know who's on the morning radio. What are you doing? And that's why I just can't. That's why this show works. I got this NHL scout texting me saying, that's why we watch you. It's so entertaining. I can't deal with those people anymore telling you how to do your job when they don't know what they're doing. I've dealt with so many rats and snakes. You'd think I was running a wildlife refuge. I just can't do it anymore. What do you think McAfee thinks about them putting hockey players on his show when he's supposed to be an NFL guy? I know. That's a little tough. Um, Because I was saying to you this morning on our call that he has a segment now that he does on hockey once a week. And when I, I saw one of them, I saw the first one he did. And actually, it was really well done. And this is a, probably a little bit of his talent. But I left the segment thinking, man, I didn't realize Pat Mack if he was a hockey guy. I didn't realize he was a big hockey fan. And maybe he is. But at the same time, we also thought he was best friends with Aaron Rodgers. Right? And turns out he, he, was, out paying he was paying Aaron. him to come on. And maybe they're, maybe they're friends. Maybe they're not. Maybe he loves hockey, maybe he doesn't. Um, but he made the segment look pretty good. This, a little bit different. This is taking that a step further, right? Now you're having you know, hockey players come on for an interview now to keep pushing hockey on the network. And at the same time, Austin Matthews is one of the faces of the game, but he's not the most dynamic personality. I don't know how well that conversation's going to go and what he's going to talk to Austin Matthews about. So it's awkward for me. Well, that's just why you got to stick to what you do. And I feel bad for McAfee. Somebody wrote in here and says, you think he could afford a shirt. But no, that is his, that is his thing. That's his brand. Yeah. Um, Nelson, the VP of Sim Events, says money makes people do things outside of their comfort zone. Sure. Again, I, I thought it was $5 million a year he's getting. Darren saying it's more. And that's also fine. Two, from Jason and Red Deer, says, uh, just goes to show that McAfee is just doing it for the money. Guys like us just do our shows for fun and love of the sports. No, 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 Jason and Red Deer, you're doing your podcast as, as a, as a freaking hobby, man. Pat McAfee's is a job. If you don't see the difference, we can't be friends. McAfee's is not a hobby. Yours is a hobby. Really, really big difference. Randy in Winnipeg says, McAfee interviewed Bedard last week. Yeah, because he's being forced to. And that also is the point. We got hockey fans writing in here. We have CFL fans writing in here because they know I'm not moving off it. There was a custodian at Ace Casino in Calgary saying, you should talk about UFC on your show. And I said, how about no? I like it, but I don't watch it. So why would I do that? I would be a phony if I did that. And God knows I've been surrounded by rats, snakes, and phonies. Not only could I write a book about them, I will write a book about them. It's going to be bigger than the friggin' New York City phone book. You wait. You might recognize some names. But that's the thing. One of those phonies was trying to make me go on the air and lie in my last job and I'm like you don't pay me enough to make me do that so no <laughs> right at least McAfee's not lying to what what we know other than he's interviewing hockey players that he knows nothing about and being forced to put a shirt on anyways to our NFL thanks for allowing me to get that off my chest and when we yes. talk about tonight's games by the way when we get to tonight's games one in the NHL, as I mentioned, Washington and New Jersey in the NBA. Three markets that we care about. Here in Miami, the Heat are home, as I mentioned earlier, to Detroit. The Raptors welcome Minnesota. And now you and I have fallen in love with Charlotte. Serena, too. What a great town. I want to go there again. The Hornets are home to Atlanta tonight at the Spectrum Center. And there are two college football games tonight. I love what Conference USA's done by putting their games on a Tuesday night so they have the whole football world to themselves. So UTEP is at Sam Houston State tonight. I know guy, alma mater of both. Demir, uh, Demir, 
Demetrius Maxey. I joke because I call him Delirious Maxey. Demetrius Maxey, the D-line coach of the Edmonton Elks. He played at UTEP. And Matt Dominguez played at Sam Houston State. They're playing tonight in Conference USA games. And Jacksonville State is at FIU. Florida International University. One of the Cardinal Gibbons coaches' kid plays for FIU. So I'm following that. So that's exciting. That's what's going on tonight. Um, just from our thing, from Nelson says, but if the UFC said, RP, let's partner. We want a guy on the show every week for one month. You'll figure it out, right? Nelson, let's burn that bridge when we get there. From Colin in Ottawa, do you think Stephen A. Smith wants to talk baseball? But ESPN's a rights holder, and he is sometimes forced to do it because MLB wants him to. Troy in Toronto says ESPN has to sell hockey somehow. I guess they think McAfee can do it. Let's not get derailed from the point. We all understand why they're doing it. I'm just putting myself in McAfee's shoes. You brought me over here from what I was doing on YouTube and Sirius XM talking NFL 100% of the time, and now you're making me put a shirt on and interview hockey players? F you guys. <laughs> but clearly he didn't think that far ahead and didn't put it in his contract. Um, do we have the Ticat Chris Van Zyl yet, Clark? Colin in Ottawa says, uh, should Danny Barrett be shaking in his boots awaiting your book, Rod? Not at all. I love Danny Barrett, and he loves me. And if you go back and read my last Rider book, which incidentally is a bestseller from Lulu Publishing, talked about that in the book. I love Danny Barrett, and I talk about Danny lovingly on this show. He's not a rat or a snake. Those guys don't last. DB's in the NFL with the Houston Texans and has been for a long time. And before that, the Dolphins. DB's good. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says sleeping in seven different beds in seven different nights sounds like Ron Duguay's dream. Did it take you that long to come up with that, Jeff? Here is the top five in the NFL, Moose, from USA Today, not mine. You tell me if you agree with these. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number three, the San Francisco 49ers. Number four, the Baltimore Ravens. And number five, number five, guess. You'll never get it. The Detroit Lions. No, Jacksonville Jaguars. And these Whoa. guys are good. They're good. I know. The, they do have Detroit sixth, and they have Dallas seventh. I knew you were going to ask, so I wrote it down. I looked it up, and I wrote it down. Where's Miami? Number one. Not even anywhere close. Did you watch them on Sunday Night Football? I know you did. I did. One, Kansas City. Two, Philadelphia. Three, San Francisco. Four, Baltimore. Five, Jacksonville. What are yours real quick? And then we got a break. Yeah, I'm a little different, even though they got smoked. I had Philly one, Kansas City two. Um, I have the Detroit Lions three still. Um, San Francisco four. And... Miami 5 ahead of Baltimore. Even though Baltimore blew up Detroit on the weekend, that's a one-off for the, for the Lions. I think uh, they're still better. Nice work. Randy in Winnipeg says, Stephen A. was so proud he ranked the Lions' number one NFL team last week. Then two days later, Lions lost 35-6. to LOL. Go ahead and laugh at Stephen A. if you want. It's what we call, what I call, putting your balls on the table. You're talking about what his pick was last week. You don't care what you think. A lot of people don't have the nuts to do that. Uh, Moose, you're done. It looks like we got Chris Van Zyl ready to go. Thank you. Have a great Toronto day. You too. We're heading to the Hammer next, where the game of the week uh, will involve the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Chris Van Zyl joins us after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube Live. RP Show continues. I'm going to tell you it's my favorite time of the week. You all know that. The regular viewers here on Game Plus Television Network and on WQE Radio. It's our CFL Players Association Players Spotlight brought to you by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beers. They're out of Montreal but available all across North America. 
Check him out at SoberCarpenter.com for a vendor near you. Chris Van Zyl, offensive lineman of the Ticats, two-time Grey Cup champion. I appreciate you, Chris, sitting through the break on a very, well, okay, not this week, very big, somewhat meaningless game going to Montreal playoff preview on the weekend. Then the big one. Do you bristle at the notion, Chris, of that phrase, meaningless game? I'm sorry I even said it. How are you approaching There's this no game such this thing. week? <laughs> I yeah, know. Thanks, a lot, Rod. thanks for having me on. There's yeah, no such yeah, thing. Yeah. How, what's your CFL? Right. So, what's your approach as a team and you individually? Well, uh, individually, it's um, prepare as if you're preparing for next week. It's uh, this is like a dress rehearsal, essentially, but uh, it's just as meaningful. I mean, all the all the things you do in this game set the stage for next week. I mean, it's kind of like Labor Day in the sense where you're playing back-to-back, same team, um, like I've done for years and years past. It's um, you, you try and layer on the bruises. You, you try and uh, impose as many as you can and, and pass along as many as you can so that guys feel you next week. And um that's that's kind of the the thought process is just uh hit him and hit him and hard hit him hard and uh try and set the stage for next week and set the tone well that is your mentality that's why you've survived and won a couple of the great cups as i said and i didn't even get through your whole resume it's a hall of fame resume three-time all canadian four six seven-time divisional all-star you know all this i'm just telling our viewers 0708 in Montreal, where you had Tressman, Argos 08 to 18, and now the Ticats. Chris, you've been through a lot, but where does this season yeah. rank? Because my God, what a what an elevator escalator ride for you guys. Yeah, it really has been. I mean, as far as the team goes, it's um, you like to believe that adversity uh, sets you up for what you do in the postseason and, and how you manage those, those adverse times. And um, I think we've, we've been through our fair share and we've seen uh, what goes right when, when you do things the right way and what goes wrong when you do things the wrong way. So um, I, I, th- I think guys are focused on, on doing things the right way and, and putting our best foot forward every week moving forward and, and knowing what's at stake. I mean, um, having an opportunity to play at home in the Grey Cup, I mean... There's not a lot of people that get that opportunity. And I mean, I had the opportunity to win one in Toronto uh, in 12. And I'll tell you what, running out of that tunnel at, at the home game and then playing in the one in 21 as well. I mean, you get chills running out of those tunnels knowing that you got a whole city behind you at the Great Cup. What a career, as I sit here. I mean, and it's an honor to talk to you, by the way, Chris, because I've called your games, watched you for a long, long time. It's an unbelievable career. Now you're. F- 40 man not to bring that up but at what point do you say uh i'm i'm on i'm in the twilight here how long do you want to play yeah um my goal is to play as long as i'm having fun playing and as long as my body's holding out i mean i've had a tough year this year with my body um i had hip surgery in the off season uh that was successful and i battled back from that and then there was one thing after another it seemed like this year so um, it's nice to be out there practicing with the guys again and, and kind of getting into football shape and getting ready to potentially play and, and contribute any way I can moving forward. Well, one thing that I've always thought about you watching you for years is you don't have the typical lineman body. I mean, it's a tackle body, if anything, but you spend a lot of time at guard. Six six three twelve. Um, how has that helped you, your body shape? And also, what have you done to train? Because a lot of guys have not lasted this long. You must be doing something right in the, away from the field. Yeah, I, I think, um, and I, don't, I can't speak for everybody else in the CFL, but I've kind of just focused on myself and trying to stay athletic. Um, footwork, and, and that is a high priority. I do that every day. Um, I play hockey um, when I haven't had issues with my hips in the offseason. I've, I've played hockey two, three days a week, and that keeps me fast and, and, and quick. Um, I mean, the, the skates aren't light because they have to be built for a 300-pounder, so lugging those around while chasing people up and down the axis keeps you in shape uh, for the most part. And then, um, obviously, weight training. And I, I had uh, the pleasure of having and, and the honor, really, of having some great veterans when I was coming up. And um, they kind of showed me the way and, and what was a priority, uh, whether it be yoga or how to train and, and lift, and, and more importantly, how to rest when the time came and when you needed to. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's a culmination of a lot of 
things and the, the contributions of a lot of people and and paying attention and, and and listening a lot more than than speaking and and that sort of thing it's being humble and, and working really is is what gets you i think as as <laughs> as far as i have yeah, it speaks a lot to the way that you were raised. And I want to ask you in a second about being a player rep, but this popped into my head before the interview. If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing for a career? Oh, uh, there's a laundry list of things I'd love to be doing. It's um, honestly like being a father is, is my greatest joy. I, I, I've before that it was being a husband and being a football player and um as soon as we had kids and and whatnot being a father is is my highest priority and, and making sure i'm there for them and knowing that that and, and having them know that i'm always going to be there for them regardless of what happens um that's important to me so uh when not playing football i'm i'm, I'm planning to put whatever energy i have left at the end of the day whether um, I'm working, doing one thing or another, making sure that I'm there for them and home for them when they get home. Why is it important, my last question, for you to be a player rep, Chris? I think it's important because, I, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot and, 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 and definitely been around a lot of situations and, and knowing limits and, and what's important to guys and, and how the PA can benefit them, I think, um, with that wealth of success that I have or the, the wealth of knowledge that I have, I think just kind of being able to point guys in the right direction and steer them in, in situations where um, they may not know exactly what the best course of action would be, um, being able to point them in the right direction and, and, and really be, I mean, at this point, 40, be it a father figure to a lot of these guys where um, you're just kind of steering them and, and making sure that they're making the right decisions for the longevity of, of either their football career or, or their lives outside of football as well. So I think that's the most important thing for me as a player rep is, is making sure I'm there for the guys and, and helping however I can. I apologize, one last question, dying to ask you. What's yeah. something about Bo yeah. Levi that you didn't expect? You knew what you were, you thought you knew what you were getting in the off season with a trade and then it's like, oh, he's like this, I didn't expect this. He's, he's really down to earth and, and humble. I, I I mean, watching him in Calgary all those years and hearing what he says on interviews, I mean, you have a certain um, view on somebody and, and, and expectations. And I think finding out that he was really down to earth, like great guy. I mean, I, I had had conversations kind of in passing, but never really had the sit downs and, and the time with him. And uh, finding out how, how great of a human being he is um, outside of the game is it was real I, I wouldn't say shock but uh, it was a really nice surprise there you go everybody be happy to hear that Chris thanks for the time and thanks for all you do good luck bringing that cup home and getting your third thanks a lot Rod I appreciate it thanks for having me on Ham Hamilton Tiger Cats player rep from the CFLPA offensive lineman Chris Van Zyl in our weekly CFLPA player spotlight brought to you by Sober Carpenter non-alcoholic beers. Check him out at SoberCarpenter.com for a vendor near you. We'll be right back with overtime after this. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, which of course is available all across Southern Ontario on Kojiko Cable, Rogers, and many more. Also WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. Here we go, everybody. It's overtime for our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes. And between Randy and I at OT Lanes, we've come up with a perfect slogan. He's calling it an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. How about that, guys? Overtime Hockey Lanes, an amusement park. An amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. That's what it is. You hear me talk about it every day. Your time in any one of their multiple shooting lanes. 
Christmas parties, staff parties, team bonding excursions, overtime hockey lanes. Call ahead because it's filling up. 28th Street Northeast in Calgary, just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads flea market. How about that? Thank you, Randy. Give him a follow on social media, too, for God's sakes, at Overtime Hockey Lanes, because he's putting a lot of work into that, too. Man, this has gone by fast today. That means you're having fun. That means it's a good show. Doesn't drag. 902-518-3033. You still got time to get to me here. 902-518-3033. For EMJ Marketing, contact Joe at emjmarketing.com. He'll find you the perfect keynote speaker for your event. And by the way, it's been a great show, and I thank every single one of the people on our crew for making that happen. Great guests, great graphics, all the rest. Thank you all. Brian writes in from Hudson Bay, the moose capital, and he says, Rod, where does a guy get your book in Sask? I got bad news from you, for you, Brian. It's entirely sold out. They're not making them anymore. And I got to be honest, I was pretty excited. Uh, Serena has a copy of the book. And if I had time in the break, I was going to run and get it. Maybe tomorrow. She had it. First time I was in here, she had a copy of the book. Green Magic. I was quite touched by that. Came out in 2008. Promptly sold out. They don't make them anymore. Green Magic. Actually, you can get it on Amazon. It's the story of the 2007 Grey Cup. You, I lied. Go to Amazon, type in Green Magic Rod Peterson. I have found them on there. But I know the Ryder store is sold out. Brian in Beausjour, Manitoba writes in. He says, good day, RP squad. Our Rod's rants are always spicy and bang on. Keep up spicy the great work and don't, don't change a thing ever. Thank you, Brian, because I'm not, I'm not going to at this stage of the game. Nope. And that's not stubbornness. I'm just... Now, I got so much out of that interview with Ricky Williams the other day. I've thought about it a lot of times. Not to drop any names or anything, but watch your feet. I think the guy was ahead of his time, Ricky Williams. And as he said, for people that are ahead of their time, which I think Ricky was, he goes, just sit back. Everybody will catch up eventually. It's kind of where we're at. It's how I feel. Just sit back and they'll get there eventually. It's kind of what we're seeing with the riders, by the way. I, my phone's been blowing up the last 24, 48 hours. Rod, everything you said was right. What do you want me to do with that information now? It's all worked out, though. We're all where we're supposed to be. Sports update. It's a World Series matchup few expected. Arizona reached the Fall Classic for the first time in 22 years last night with a 4-2 win over Philadelphia. The Diamondbacks will visit the Texas Rangers in Game 1 on Friday night. Both teams were wild card entries. Meanwhile, the Toronto Raptors open the NBA season tonight at home against the Minnesota Timberwolves. It'll be the first game of the Darko Ryakovic era. Hopefully I get that right at some point. In Toronto, he took over as Nick Nurse's replacement, which, by the way, I don't want to say whom. If you think real hard, you'll guess, but I was with a Raptors, former Raptors guy, recently, because I was a Nick Nurse fan. Weren't we all? He won a championship for the Raptors. I'm like, why is he gone? He's like, he needed to go. Okay. There's always more to the story, right? There's always more that we don't know. And the thing is, in most cases, we'll never know. He just said, again, what I say, we're all where we need to be. Everything happens for a reason. That's a fact. The New Jersey Devils host the struggling Washington Capitals in the lone game in the NHL tonight. The Devils have won two in a row and are led by NHL leading scorer Jack Hughes, who has tallied 14 points in five games this season. Capitals are mired in a three-game losing streak. Our sporting updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing in Calgary. A commitment to connection and celebration of uniqueness. Visit commoncrown.ca. They know the best beer is the one that's earned. Common Crown. Again, it keeps popping up in my I'm not going to say anymore. I'm just seeing the media in certain markets of the NHL. How about that? Just losing their minds over the play of their teams at this point. 
Flames suck. Oilers suck. Who all sucks? And I'm like, at least they care. That is the main thing. I was saying this earlier. I tried for two years to get people interested in Calgary Stampeders football. I had people stopping me in stores in Calgary saying, thank you for the coverage. We don't get it anywhere else. But there's just not enough of those people. There's just not enough of them. What you should do is go search out Stampeders podcast specific, and maybe that'll scratch your itch. Because uh, the riders are what everybody wants to talk about. That's why the Cowboys are all they talk about on ESPN. But again, at least they care in those NHL markets. I... Matthew Kachuk probably is down on his friggin' knees every morning kissing the ground that he got traded here to South Florida because he hasn't scored in six games. Can you imagine the furor in Calgary? Last minute of play in today's RP show. Can you imagine the furor in Calgary if Matthew Kachuk had gone the opening six games of the season without scoring? Here, I didn't even think about it until somebody brought it up on the press box the other night. It's not even really a thing. And then he goes out and gets two assists last night, and the Panthers beat the Sharks 3-1. And that's how we open this show. It's how we'll close it. Assists are just important, as important as goals. That's why they're worth the same thing on the stat sheet. But not for those dads that were giving $5 for a goal and $2 for an assist. They ruin people. Tomorrow's going to be big fun. Check our social media channels for who the guests are. At Rod Peterson Show on Twitter, at The Rod Peterson Show on Instagram. Go give us a follow, everybody, and support our sponsors. Thanks to our crew today, and we'll see you tomorrow. Noon Eastern, same spot, TV, and great radio station. Who has more fun than us? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.